the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Disciples Pathway Ministries. Welcome to Disciples Pathway Ministries, a mobile ministry with Minister Robbie E. Lilly. Disciples Pathway Ministry is a mobile ministry advancing the kingdom of God so that no one is left behind when Jesus Christ, our King of Kings, returns for His great church. So God created man in his own image. Be strong and show yourself as a man. Be watchful, stand firm in your faith. Act like a man. Be strong. Let us pray, O Lord God, O Elohim, our strong creator, how mighty is your name, creator and ruler of every living thing. Thank you this glorious day for your good and perfect hand upon us as your sons and daughters. I appeal to you, brethren, by the mercy of God, to present your body as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your reasonable sacrifice. O Lord God, Elohim, our strong creator, help us not to be conformed to this world, but to be ye transformed by the renewing of our minds. According to the measure of faith that you, dear Lord, have assigned us, that by testing we may discern what is the will of God, what is good, acceptable, and perfect, that we may think with sober judgment as we do all these things, In your mighty name, O Lord, we ask in Jesus Christ, the one who is, who was, and who is to come. As it is written, so let it be done. Amen, amen, and amen. Joyous, beautiful Sunday afternoon, family. We are excited today. Our message today is calling all men to action. Calling all men to action. Minister Dion and I have an awesome, wonderful guest in studios with us today, an awesome man of God. Welcome, welcome, Pastor DeAndre K. Bell. How are you today, sir? I'm fantastic. How about you? I'm doing well, doing well. Just glad to be here. Glad you were able to come. I'm so excited uh, for what you're bringing us today in, in word and in deed. Hello, Minister Dion. Good afternoon, Mother. Good afternoon, Pastor Bell. It's always a beautiful blessing to be here amongst the family. And let's get into the things of God. Hallelujah. Let's go. Pastor Bell, now... Not only have we endured through this pandemic, but there seems to be a a epidemic of men, MIA, missing in action. And we just want your expertise, your take, your discernment, your thoughts in this regard as it pertains to the men, the men of God, the fathers, the sons that are missing in action. I don't know how much expertise I can provide for you. I certainly think that there is a major issue and a major problem that men are facing. Mm. We find ourselves in the midst of this pandemic, something that this country has not experienced and we as men have not been involved in in over 100 years. And so once the pandemic struck, many men found themselves at a crossroad, not knowing which direction to go, where to turn. And I think ultimately many of us have lost our way in the midst of the trials and tribulations that we find ourselves in. Absolutely, absolutely. And even not just through the pandemic or because of the pandemic, 
even before then, there just seems to be a separation and a disconnect with our sons, with the men, older men and the younger men. And Mr. Dion, you can kind of give us a take on in that regard. Well, you know, I would say that there has been some discord. You know, we talked about last week the family dynamic and that God is head over Christ. Christ is head over man, man head over a woman. Children are to obey the parents, and that's the order and the divine order and the power by which God travels. You know, that's how the, that's how his power literally mm-hmm. comes down from heaven on earth. His will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And we know that there's no break in between God and Christ. Absolutely. That's solidified through eternity. But the break oftentimes becomes between Christ and man. And so when the break happens between Christ and man, now we got the women and we got the children out here and we have yes. the young men out here and it's fluctuating kind of all over the place so you know just to you know get back and return back to our lord and return back to christ who is our head is is utmost important absolutely absolutely and pastor Bill, how can we bridge this gap with the older men and the younger men as a whole it is the responsibility i am convinced of older men to sow into the lives of younger men and reconnect them Mm -hmm. I've often said, and I was reared in a single-parent home, but I often tell young men, and I tell my own sons, that even though my mother did a great job with rearing us and making us into the young men that we have become, a woman cannot teach a man how to be a man because she's not a man. And so I think it is the responsibility of older men to invest in younger men so that those younger men who will eventually become older men, There's a poem and a story told about an old man who comes to a crossroad and he starts to build a bridge. And during the course of building that bridge, someone comes by and says to him that he is wasting his time. You don't need to do that. You've already lived your life. And the older man responds by saying that there is one who is going to come behind me. And I want him to be able to cross over this river, cross over this trouble And so as older men, it is our responsibility to invest, train, and teach younger men. And a friend of mine used to always say that only a fool has to learn everything by experience. Hmm. And so I've had some experiences in life that I don't want my sons (laughs) to repeat. There you go. And so it is my responsibility to teach them so that they won't fall in the same traps and in the same holes that I have gone through. Absolutely. Now, this is not going to happen overnight or occur in one instance. It's going to be a collective effort that we all have to make as women of God, as men of God, sons and daughters of God. We are going to have to come to the forefront and say, Lord, here am I. You know, how may I serve your kingdom today? That your kingdom may come on earth as it is in heaven. Each one to teach one to reach one, that we all become one. That no one is left behind at the return of our king of kings for his great church. We are the bride, you understand. And the groom is at hand. He's on his way back for us. And we're not going to be able to give an excuse, a reason why we did not reach back for those that were coming behind. You know, John say, I go ahead. In the wilderness uh, for him that is coming. 
But these young men, Minister Dion, need a pastor like you to mentor him, to talk to him, to encourage to see men standing on the front line in spite of what society and culture is dealing us, you know, trying to demasculate the men and subtly, you know, to make it cute and put a little rainbow on it. Absolutely. But we know what the <laughs> rainbow really is, you heard me. We know what the real covenant is, you heard me. So we're just going to be real clear. We real clear up in here, Pastor. You understand what I'm saying? Yes, ma'am. We're going to call a thing a thing, people. So God is calling his sons to the head. And I know I got some women, sister girlfriends that will stone me. But I tell my sisters all the time, it's going to have to start with the man head, the head, the head. It's not that hard to follow when the head is on correct. You understand what I'm saying? And you have to have a willingness without any sudden fears. Our mother, Sarah, call her Abraham Lord. Hallelujah. Now, husband can probably say different. I ain't heard Lord in a minute, but nevertheless, <laughs> God ain't through with me. So we just thank you, Pastor. And guys, he's going to be here with us this month in its entirety if God says the same. And we're just excited for Pastor to continue to fill us and help us to understand as men, as men, what we have to do day to day. Absolutely. I'm, again, I'm grateful for the opportunity to come and share with you all one thing that I try to do is set the example in my own home. The worst thing any man can do is live one way at home and then live another way outside Amen. in the streets. Amen. And so I like to see my, my son see me leading the family in prayer. My son see my wife and I joined in prayer. And so that example that I try to set for them so that when they have their own homes, when they have their own families, they can in turn lead their children and their wives and their sons in the same direction. Absolutely. And Minister Dion is new to the family circle. He has a beautiful, uh, sweet, wonderful wife. I love her so much. And look, grandson, how old is he? About about four weeks now? Yeah, just made a month. He Congratulations. Like, yes. He's brand new. Yes. He's brand new and sweet little glam baby. She's about 17 months. She everything past the bed. <laughs> she, that's my girl right there. But he, Minister Dion, that's right where he is now. New to yeah. it, you know. But God is a God that is able to give him what he needs. And he, he had an awesome father to stand that yes. he can see and measure it by. You understand? Absolutely. So I've been blessed all around. I really have. I've been exceedingly blessed. Right, right. And one thing that uh, really just touched me, what you said, Pastor Bill, is older man investing. You know, making honest, earnest, clear investment in the, in the younger generation and you know, a lot of times there's a lot of discord and disconnect because it seems like maybe the younger generation, the men are a little bit more rambunctious and, you know, not really attention deficit. I ain't really trying to hear about the things of God. But I've come across men, young man after young man after young man after young man that is really curious. Like they have that holy curiosity about the things of God. Some Somewhere, some some way along the line, is their hearts have been stirred, their spirits, something has unctioned them to say that, this thing here, this God thing, is something's real about it. And so there was three things that I would would like you to touch on as far as giving advice to the young generation. And the first thing would be how does a young man find his identity in Christ? How does a young man, you know, begin to search and seek who am I? Well, I think, first of all, God did something for Adam before he ever gave him Eve. Mm -hmm. I tell people all the time, God did two things for Adam before he ever gave him Eve. The first thing he did was establish his relationship with God. Before God ever put Adam to sleep and took the rib from his side, 
he made sure that the relationship between Adam and God was proper and it was right. Amen. So I think if any young man is going to find his way, the first thing he needs to do is establish his relationship with God. Amen. Because if your relationship with God is not right, then your relationship with others will not be right. You can't have the kind of relationship you need with your brothers and sisters, your co-workers, your friends, if your relationship with God is not right. And then after he established his relationship with God, the second thing God did for Adam was give him a job. Mm. And I tell people all the time that romance without finance is a nuisance. <laughs> That's a problem. <laughs> you can do a whole lot of things with love, but uh, money is something you're going to need in order to survive. Amen. And so the Bible declares that if a man does not work, he does not eat. And mm. so it is through working that you and I are able to gain our substance and substance. So if you're going to find out who you are, your own identity, establish your relationship with God first, and then find out what is it that God wants me to do. And when I talk about working, I'm talking about that thing that comes natural to you, that thing that brings excitement to right. you. Because mm -hmm. if you work in that thing that brings excitement to you, that thing that brings that is natural to you, then God receives the glory because he has gifted you with the ability to do Amen. it. God has given every believer, every person a gift. And it's our responsibility to discover what that gift is and then develop that gift. And then ultimately we can demonstrate that gift. Amen. Amen. You said discover. That means to uncover. That means you got to dig. You got to dig. <laughs> you got to yes, dig. You got to go find it. Go and it. so that went right into my next question, which is purpose. You know, now we know that, God created man for work and work for man. Yes, All sir. Right? So, you know, a little bit more leading into that. What about the purpose? What is my purpose? After I find my identity, okay, God, now I'm looking around. I know who I am in you. So what's my purpose here? What do you need me to do? You know, Mark Twain declared that there are two great days in the life of every person. The day you're born and then the day you find out why you were born. Amen. And so in discovering our purpose, the whole purpose of man is for us to bring glory to God. And when we bring glory to God, then God in turn gives that glory to us. Jesus, while he was here on planet Earth, he said, my only purpose is to bring glory to my father. Mm. And now that I've glorified my father, now my father is going to glorify me. And so in discovering our purpose, when we give glory to God, God will lead us and guide us in the way that he wants us to go. Nobody ever asks, where is the darkness? They always hmm. ask, where is the light? Where is the light? Amen. And so when you turn on the light, though, because we have been in darkness so long, mm -hmm. our eyes start to hurt. Hmm. And many of us would rather remain in the darkness than in the light because it's starting to hurt our eyes. And so the more we go into the light, the more we're able to yes. discover our purpose and the more we're able to see clearly. Amen. 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 That's that's powerful. Uh, that's that's awesome. uh, what the Bible says. Say lie. <laughs> Already. Uh, let's take that one in. Let that digest a little um, bit. Let it marinate. And so and going into that purpose and going into that light. Next question: direction. You know, so these things kind of a build up identity, purpose, and then direction. So now we as men have to walk into that light and go in that direction because we have this ability to procreate. We have this, the first, the first birth that we seen was a woman taken out of man. And so that would make woman man's offspring. And then we have children, those children that come from that woman. And so now I am the leader 
and the director of a whole household and a whole home. You know, and as my mother just stated, you know, I'm being fresh into this. My daughter's two in September. My son just made a month. My wife looking upside my head. What's what's my direction here? <laughs> and she do. <laughs> you know, the worst thing in the world is for a man to get lost and then never acknowledge the fact that he is lost. Yeah. Okay. And so I think in this day and age of technology, no matter which device we use or no matter what app we use in terms of direction, when we get off track, the device will ultimately acknowledge that I'm rerouting, rerouting, Mm -hmm. rerouting. And I think life itself is a series of reroutings. It's trial and error. We only get one attempt at life. And when we get that attempt, it is our Mm -hmm. responsibility when we make an error to acknowledge that we've made the error but then learn from the error that we have made. So when we start talking about finding direction and providing leadership for uh, our families and even leadership for our own lives, I think ultimately it is our responsibility to lead and guide. But when we are lost, we need to acknowledge that I'm in the wrong place and how do I move from where I am? Uh, Leadership, by its own definition, is just simply leaders in the same ship. Mm. (laughs) But if we're in the same ship, we ought not be putting water in the ship. We ought to keep the water out of the ship. And so we ought to be working in concert together to move forward in the way that God wants us to go. Jesus tells his disciples to follow him. Well, if we're going to follow someone, that person has to be seen. I can't follow you if I don't see you. But then not only does the person have to be seen, my position has already been settled. If I am following, then I'm behind the person who is leading me. But then ultimately, the purpose has been stated. We're trying to get somewhere. Now, the question becomes, how are we going to get to where we are trying to get to? I tell husbands and wives when I marry them and during the course of counseling, I have some good news and some bad news. (laughs) Okay. The good news is the two of you will become one. Daddy. The bad news is which one of you you will become. Daddy. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. a good thing. <laughs> and so ultimately, it is our responsibility while we are navigating life to find our way. A husband and wife came to the pastor for counseling, and the pastor said to him, you married him for better or for worse. And she turned to the pastor and said, well, it's worse than I thought. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so... Ultimately, in life, in order for us to get where God wants us to be and be the kind of leaders that he wants us to be, we have to be willing to follow the leadership of God if we're going to lead our families. Amen. I made a promise and vowed to my wife. I said to her, as long as I follow Christ, I'm going to be obligated that you will follow me. But once I get out of line with Christ, then you're no longer obligated to follow me. Mm. So I'm trying to walk in the path that God wants me to walk in so that he will ultimately receive glory and honor from all that I attempt to do in his name. That's a powerful statement of accountability. Yes, it right. is. Yes, it is. And to tell your wife that that, t- that takes courage. Uh, yes, Because she's going to hold you to that statement to the end. Absolutely. To the very end. I, I'm a wife, been a wife a long time. And then when husband say a thing, I'm holding him to it. Absolutely. When the game, when the Lakers is on, win, lose, or draw, uh, you know what you said. You heard me? So it is what it is. I thank God for this opportunity. I absolutely do, family. I pray that you all are being blessed. 
by what is being given here. And Pastor is going to continue this month to just pour into our lives. Our primary is going to be uh, directed to the men, but it's really for us all as we take in the oracles and the things of God that keeps us. And, you know, even over in Psalms, they say, how can a young man keep his way? You understand? By the garden of his heart, by the hiding of the word, allowing the word to be, you know, to teach him to keep his heart in the commandments for his length of days to be long, you understand, and with peace. And so many of these babies are unrested. They just don't know which way to turn. You heard? They don't know who to call on. But there is a God, and his ears are attentive to the supplication of his children. Day and night, he's available. He's available. And I thank God. I think I began as a young mom, not even really knowing what I was doing past then. I would just put the Proverbs, the first seven, eight chapters of Proverbs is directly to young men. It's applicable to us all, but it's a something about it to, for young men. And before Minister Dion and Minister Tim can even read, I would... Set them down. Y'all read this to mama, and we skip over some words, and they be mean, muddy, because the WWE is on, and what happened? Then I have to put a move on them, you understand? Like, look here. This is what you're going to need. <laughs> and right. lo and behold, it all paid off. Yeah. It all paid off. <laughs> yeah, I just got through telling Pastor Bell about that before sure we started. And I, not that we were overly church, but she put us in that yeah. word of God. You know, even her, you know, it always seems like, you know, she tells us just out of a, the abundance of her heart, Mama, wish and I can give you more. And I say, Mama, you gave us the most. You gave us the maximum in that. You gave us that word yeah. and gave us an appetite and stirred up in us an appetite for God. Yes. You know, I think about Timothy and, and Paul encouraging yeah. him and say, That's hey, true. you have that faith that was first in your grandmother and your mother. mother. So, yes. you know, mothers and, and grandmothers and, and women don't get tired, don't get weary and don't stop yeah. talking to your sons. Or if there's a, a nephew or if there's a young man. And we all need it. Amen. We all need it because, again, you know, we didn't know what we were doing. We was just, man, I got to put my game on pause. Got to turn off TV. You come mama that. again. Yeah, she come. I'm going to go try to find the shortest psalms I can find <laughs> to read. <laughs> and that, Mr. T would go to Jesus' web. I'm like, boy, don't play with me. <laughs> don't play with me. You better get it together but because again, it's, it was it's a, a blessing. It was a deposit. It was a seed. Yeah. And, you know, for that, I'm forever grateful and yeah. thankful because that same seed that was has been deposited in me has gone ahead and ran through my wife and ran through my children is going to so I'm yes. just you know abundantly grateful for it mom well I give God the glory because one thing I tell people all the time when you give the word of God that's the gift that keeps on giving Given. Absolutely, it keeps on giving it never runs out it never runs out Pastor, we just want you to know how very much we appreciate you being yes. here today. Yeah. I can't say it enough. I just can't <laughs> say it enough. I'm just excited. I get excited when we and with every guest, but I'm exceedingly excited that you're going to be here with us to glean this thing through, to bring your series that you've already been working on. Today was just an introductory family, but Minister uh, Dion and Pastor Bell is going to be here. I'm going to try to do my best to let them dominate this topic because I already know. <laughs> but God is good. And so we just thank you guys for allowing us to, to be a part of your day today. Uh, you guys know how to reach us. Um, we're here to serve. You can email me at Robbie, R-O-B-B-I-E dot Lily, L-I-L-L-Y 63 at gmail.com. Reach out to us on our podcast. Join and connect and share the messages. You understand? Go back and re-listen to the messages. Uh, God is doing a great work, family. He's faithful to finish what he started. Uh, Minister Dion's going to share a little bit more. Pastor Bell, if he has anything else he wants to share, and then we're going to close in prayer, and we want you guys to have a beautiful, awesome 
wonderful, blessed day. Amen, amen. If you're underneath the sound of our voices right now, you're here for a reason. You know, let this word, you know, continue to stir in your heart. Don't let when this program ends, you stop pursuing the things of God or you get distracted with the things of life. Continue to pursue this thing because Jesus is in hot pursuit of you right now. He's continuing to stir. He's not going to leave you alone because there's a spirit inside you that's like him. And he wants you to be like him so you can do more than what you ever thought that you could. Now, we're going to give the opportunity to receive of such salvation. If you have not, this is an opportunity to step into the things of God because it starts here right at the cross. And if you are wanting to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, please repeat this prayer after me. Lord, I am a sinner in need of a Savior. I believe you hung, bled, and died in my place. You, the Son of God, then rose and is now seated at the right hand of the Father. Lord Jesus, you are welcome in this place of my heart. May your spirit never depart. Receive me as I receive you this day. In your holy name we pray. Amen, amen. If you have just prayed that prayer, we here at Disciple Pathway Ministries believe that you have just received salvation. Welcome to the family. We love you and we thank you. you. And until next time, one voice, I speak life. Thanks for listening to Disciples Pathway Ministries with Minister Robbie E. Lilly. Thanks for your prayers and for your gifts to his great work of God. For booking and requests for services, look up Disciples Pathway Ministries on Facebook. That's Disciples Pathway Ministries on Facebook.